What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for the AEW Insider Movies and More. I believe it's like episode 11, but I'm just going to stop naming the episodes just Movies and More because we got a lot to cover. Uh, I'm going to switch it up a little bit this week the way I normally go in order. By the time I get it done Tuesday, who really gives a shit about the weekend box office? But I will say it here and there, yada yada. But this week, I only have the number one, and that's really all that counts. And of course, it was Joker. Joker was number one this weekend with over $90 million. It killed it for the highest Friday night opening in October in history with over $33 million for that night. Any movie that has made this much money in the opening weekend always makes over $200 million. So Joker's right on track for that. Um, I did watch it. It was... Uh, <laughs> And it's an acquired taste. I'm not going to say I hated it because I didn't. And I liked it a lot. It was definitely what I didn't expect. It just wasn't that great, great, though. I mean, it was good. It wasn't great. Um, if you're looking for a superhero movie and shit like that, this isn't it. As you know, it has, you know, it has throwbacks to kind of like uh, Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro, Scorsese, uh, plus... um. Oh my god, I can't believe it slipped my mind. The movie, you know what I mean? A comedic movie that both of them made back in the day. It's kind of based off that. But to me, what I got from it, like all these people walking out and all this other bullshit, it's nonsense. It's what's going on in this day and age right now, pretty much, even though it takes place like in the 70s, 80s, what have you. And I mean, it's just, if you ever watch that movie with Michael Douglas, the one when he just goes crazy, he can't fucking take it anymore and just goes smashing shit. Literally, the Joker, that's what it is. It's about this guy. You see, See how skinny he is. You see what a weirdo he is. You could tell that he has that disease that or that's uh, that uh, condition that no matter what, when you get ner uh, nervous, you laugh. So even if it's a crazy situation, you're going to be laughing like crazy. As you know, I'm a fan of Howard Stern. He's got a guy on his staff named J.D. Harmeyer. He's got the same thing. But the Joker's got it a hundred times worse. So what it is is about this dude. He's a nerd. You know, his, his co-workers treat him like shit. People treat him like shit. He's like 90 pounds soaking wet he still lives with his mother he's a grown-ass man and the world just keeps treat, treating him fucked up and it's what if and the same thing happens to us in some situations but his story is what if you just said fuck it i'm sick of taking this and i'm gonna do what i want to fucking do i'm gonna do what i feel because these people are treating me fucked up and i'm just going at it he might take it to a little bit of the extreme what have you i wouldn't but i hear where the fuck he's coming from so i mean joe the movie when they went and when the parts do happen it it's very brutal. It's bloody. It's gory. All that. Like I said, this is no basic superhero film. And I doubt it'll ever tie to any other DC movies. It'll definitely stay a standalone. Because no other movies they're going to put out are this deep, what have you. Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. You know what I mean? Like, he's fucking so awesome. Um, it's definitely... And in the Jokers, I feel that him and Mark Havel, Hamill, actually him, they have the best laugh. But Heath Ledger is still my fucking favorite Joker. And then probably Jack Nicholson and then Joaquin. Well, Joaquin. But Joaquin didn't do a bad job, job at all. Compared to some other people in movies, he should definitely win an award, I'd say. The Academy. But it'll surprise you about how brutal and how gory it is. And just when the fucking times of act of violence just come out of nowhere. And they're not just like insinuating acts of violence. They show that shit. There's blood glory fucking everything so the joker i'm not fucking a super fan of it like everybody else i didn't fucking it wasn't it didn't blow my mind 120 percent. but it was no way at all a bad movie and i give the joker 
a 7.5 out of 10. I can't even give it an 8. You know what I mean? It wasn't bad, but I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10. But definitely check it out, man. It's a movie you gotta see. It was good. I also did watch the second episode of Creepshow, the new TV series. Um, like I said, I am a fan of Creepshow, a big fan. I'm a fan of the show. It really isn't for adults, though. Not saying it's kids, but if you're looking to get scared or, you know, freaked out, it's not going to do it for you if you're an adult. But just the nostalgia of it and the throwbacks and the references are very cool. So, of course, this episode, like all six are going to have this season, have two f- stories each in it. The first one was called Bad Wolf Down. What it was is American soldiers on a secret mission across enemy lines where the Nazis are and uh, they get pinned in this house, you know what I mean? By Nazis about to get fucked up because they're blamed for killing um, a big Nazi general's son. And there's a there's werewolves involved, what have you. I won't say what happened, yada yada. But Bad Wolf Down was okay. It was decent. And then the second story I really liked. This one's been done a million times before. It's just in different ways pretty much. But it was starring DJ Qualls and it's called The Fink and it's about this guy too his family leaves him his fucking wife divorces him he loses his stepkids um he's down on his luck he stays home and he finds his finger and the finger starts growing 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 and just crazy fucking shit happens but it's kind of like breaking the third wall the fourth wall whatever it is like deadpool like he talks to you what have you but it's not in a bad way it's really good to me that was this was my favorite episode so far so definitely check out creep show creep show episode two i also give that a seven point five out of ten all right, opening this week in movie theaters. It kind of is a bit big week because usually I only have like one, maybe two that are movies are like worth seeing. But this week's got a lot of releases, and this is also on uh, streaming platforms too. But in theaters, we do have the Adams Family. Now, this movie is probably well, what you call it? you have the Joker. Yeah, that's gonna be a battle because any kids movie, unless it's really really bad, makes a ton of fucking money no matter what. But they are going against Joker, and Joker is a juggernaut. And uh, after well, we'll. See, but Adam's family is going to kick ass. It's an animated feature, which I'm a little bit pissed off of because I wish they would do a live action reboot that was done right, like the 90s version. But it does look good, it looks funny. The kids are going to love it, and I'm excited to see it. Also, we do have Will Smith's Gemini Man. The critics are killing this so far, and that's fucked up because, I mean, all before I started reading the reviews, like, this looked really good, and to me, it really does. You've probably seen the trailer, of course. What it is is that he's a soldier. He's older, probably in his late 40s or 50s, something like that, and um, this assassin's chasing him, trying to kill him. This, this assassin's quick, better than him, what have you, and come to find out, it's actually him. The military and the guy who trained him actually cloned him somehow and he sent his younger self to take him out so i mean it's a famous book and it looks really really fucking awesome so gemini man starts also this one, I don't know if it's going to have a wide release, but it's definitely going to be in some theaters. It's called Little Monsters. It has the main star for the movie Us, the female. I don't know her. I know her name, but I don't want to butcher it trying to pronounce it. But she's the star of it. And it looks really wacky. She's in charge of a bunch of kids, like on a school trip or a camping trip at a camp. And a zombie outbreak occurs, and it also affects the children. Hence the title, Little Monsters. It looks really wacky and goofy. And then, of course, the movie I'm looking forward to most to seeing on Netflix is El Motherfucker Camino, the movie for Breaking Bad. It continues right after the series ended. It involves Jesse. I know by the end of the movie, Walter White's going to show up or he's going to call him. I'm fucking super stoked. El Camino, Netflix, Friday, people. 
and in theaters and probably on video on demand, I can almost guarantee, is called Polaroid. This is a new horror movie. This is another one that's been done a million times before, but this time with a Polaroid camera. I don't know if it's this day and age. I assume so, what have you. Or maybe it's back when Polaroids are popular, like the 80s or 70s. But if your picture does get taken by the Polaroid, of course you, boom, 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 die. So, I mean, this one's probably going to be real shitty, but you never know. Also, even though these are on the Fire Stick and or Netflix, there have been a release this week in theater. Uh, we have two of them. One is called How The House of the Devil. Now, I've watched this a couple years ago on Netflix, and it's on the Fire Stick, too. It's been out for a couple years. I'm glad it's getting its theatrical release. I dug it a lot. And also, there's a movie that's been on the Fire Stick, but I haven't watched it, but I wanted to. I don't feel like reading subtitles, though, because I believe it's going to have it. But it's called Parasite. I guess it's by one of the greatest Japanese directors out there. Um, it's about the Park family. The Picture of Aspirational Wealth. Uh, you want to aspire to be them. I'm probably just butchered. I apologize. And then you have the Kim family. They're rich, in, they're rich in street smarts, but not much else. By chance or fate, these two families are brought together. And the Kim sets a golden opportunity. Mastered by college-age Ki Woo, the Kim children excuse me, install themselves as a tutor and an art therapist to the rich people. So soon a relationship forms between the two families. The Kims provide indispensable luxury services, while the Parks obviously bankroll their entire household. So it's pretty much about one poor family meets a rich family. Uh, what you call it, their poor family kids are pretty smart, so they tutor the rich family's kids. These families intertwine. The poor family feels there's a way to actually take them out or take their money, and you know that's going to be involved, what have you. So it looks really good. It's getting crazy, crazy reviews. It is called Parasite. And finally, open this week, we do have the movie Lucky Day. Now, I covered this a week, few weeks ago. It does star Crispin Glover, George McFly from Friday the 13th, all that. It's about a guy who gets out of jail. He gets out of jail. He's got his family there. He's been away for years. His life is good again. That day, um, he was in jail because he robbed the bank. Somebody, a couple people died on a bank job. Now, one of the brothers of the guys who died on the bank job had been waiting for him the whole time. And they're after him to kill him the first day he's out. And he's actually a crazy assassin. And that's what Crispin Glover plays. So Lucky Day looks pretty good. All right, we got to take a break real quick. Got to pay the bills. I do have some movie trailers, some video game news, some movie news, some music news. And we did have a couple of deaths in the last couple of days. So definitely check us out on all social media, the AEW Insider, on all podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube, and the AEW Insider 1 as a number one on Twitter. We'll be right back, peeps. All right, peeps, we're back. Let's finish out the show. For movie trailers that came out this week, that I've seen this week, the, uh, a really good one I've seen is called Richard Jewell. It's a new film by Clint Eastwood. Anytime Clint Eastwood's on a film that he's directing, I want to see. I mean, he's amazing. Million Dollar Baby, El Camino, uh, Sully. Sully wasn't fucking bad at all. It wasn't as great as the other ones, but it was a good movie. Like, he's the bomb director. It stars Kathy Bates and Sam Rockwell, John Hamm, and more. It's the true story of American security guard, who is Richard Jewell. He was working for AT&T. He heroically saves lives from an exploding bomb at the 1996 Olympics, 
but it is unjustly vilified by journalists and the press who consider him a suspect. It looks fucking insane. It looks intense. Gotta check out Richard Jewell. Also, next weekend on Netflix, I believe it's Friday, a movie called Eli premieres. And Eli, also, you can spell the word lie out of it, which they show in a coming attraction. It's about a child. He's real sick. He's told he's sick, and he believes that he's not sick. It's got a wacky doctor in it, like fucking shock therapy, crazy experiments going on. He's trying to convince his parents, but it's to no avail. He starts seeing ghosts. Like, he sees this one fucking ghost bend back backwards like the exorcist, then disappears. It's at the back of a hallway. He starts running and the thing's chasing him. So whatever they're fucking with him doing the experiments is fucking with his head or he is really crazy. But you see in one thing, it's like they're telling him lies that he's not sick because his name in the mirror, like if you blow on a mirror and it has the fucking... Um, excuse me, the mess from your mouth and you can write in it like a car window. I guess you write his name Eli and then it spells lie there like the ghost did it. So who knows? But it looks pretty, pretty good. Netflix original Eli. Check it out next weekend. It's October, people. And also, too, there's a documentary about the life of the rapper Little Peep, who OD'd on drugs, not too long ago, actually. Um, I didn't, I'm not a fan of Little Peep at all, besides one song he did with this one group that was really good. But um, it, just from the movie, even though it's made, obviously, that people who love him, the kid had a huge, huge fucking heart, and it looks really good. So I will be checking out Little Peep's documentary called Everybody's Everything. Some video game news real quick. The PlayStation 5 officially got a release date. Well, not a date, but when it's coming out. It will definitely be available holiday season 2020. So next October or November, I forget, but they always do it at the same time. I got my PS4 at that time. Uh, it will be out. They released some more details about the system. You can check it out on our Twitter. Um, as soon as I could put a $100 deposit down on it to reserve it, I will. I love Sony. They're my favorites. But I already know this is going to be the last system I buy. Like I talked about on last show of the show before, the digital era is among us. The Google Stadia is going to do that, and these guys are going to have to follow suit. Who the fuck's going to pay Google Stadia? $15 a month, I'm saying, and you get to play all the newest games the day they come out, or you can have a PlayStation or an Xbox and you buy one game for $60 when you could try fucking all of them for your streaming price, and then plus you don't need a system either, it just streams right off like your Fire Stick or Google Chrome you plug in your TV. So the PlayStation 5 comes out next holiday season, I will be getting one, but after that it's all streaming for us in this house, people. All right, let's get to some movie news. The man who voiced Simba huh, in New looks Lion like King. There's a prop I apologize. That's my Google Mini. I shit always fucks up when I'm trying to bring this to you, people. I apologize, man. And that thing is possessed. I have an Alexa and a Google Mini, and I work from home. That's what I do. I do vacations, and this thing goes off all the time while I'm working. So I always tell the Google, I threaten her that I'm going to use Alexa exclusively, which I should do because I have the Alexa Cube. But anyway, for rambling on, I apologize. I unplugged it. It might still go off. The fucking thing's fucking possessed, and it's October. But anyway, back to some movies. Knows. The man who voiced Simba in the new Lion King live action film and sang for him, his name is Jason Weaver. 
Come to find out, they offered him $2 million up front for the role of Simba. He actually turned it down, and this guy wasn't rich by any means. Instead, he took $100,000 up front, and he took royalties of the movie, which is very fucking smart, which everybody knows, especially if you know the movie like that, please. They usually only let really big stars do that. He has made way more than $2 million like so far. Like I've been recording since I reporting since I started this show, Lion King hit a billion dollars, or it's gonna. I think it already did. So young Simba singing all the way to the bank. Rumors have been running rampant that Michael Bay is working on a live-action Thundercats movie with Netflix that will star Ryan Reynolds. I cannot tell you how fucking happy that makes me if this rumor is true. Another big rumor is is that Marvel is planning on making the Incredible Hulk vs. Wolverine movie. Fans of the comic, the what-if version, and what have you, have been dying to see this on a big screen, and I believe Marvel will make it happen. Will, will Hugh Jackman come back, or by then will we have the new Wolverine already in place for the X-Men reboot, what have you? Only time will tell, true believers. DC Comics, a.k.a. Warner Brothers, want Keanu Reeves back to revive his role as Constantine. Now, I love the character Constantine. Keanu was a great Constantine, but the movie was only so-so. And to me, if I was Keanu, even though I'm not, of course, I would fucking tell DC, you got to pull the, a, pull a, a build up a track record of quality movies like Marvel has, honestly. They did okay with Aquaman. Even though people hated Suicide, I loved it, but it wasn't that great. Birds of Prey looked so-so, and Joker was very good. But with his career, the way it's going right now, and Marvel wanting him in their universe also, if I was him, I would pass on him, man. Disney does own the rights to the movie Revenge of the Nerds. When I was a kid, Revenge of the Nerds was fucking huge. True, I love that movie. That and part two, Nerds in Paradise. Uh, they are actually rebooting it. It has been greenlighted for an official new sequel. And the original cast, everybody who's still alive, wants to do it. Um, if seven or ten years ago, I would be really bummed if I heard Disney was doing it. But Disney owns everything now and they're down with R-rated films, what have you. So they better not fucking ruin it. That's all I know. Also, Stephen King's short novel, The Running Man, is being remade in the movies again. You know, it was out in 1980-whatever. It had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, Carl Weathers. The Running Man's an awesome story. What it is that in the future, if you're a criminal, like a real bad criminal, killer, death row, what have you, they have this video game. I mean, excuse me, this game show. It's called The Running Man, and you actually are a contestant on it. They put you in these huge, empty, abandoned cities, and you got to make it from one end to the other but as you're traveling there they have these people out there trying to kill you plus these like super boss characters with like crazy powers flame there was whatever trying to kill you only one person has ever gotten out of the running man and if you live you get your freedom they put you and you go on vacation what have you uh so the original is amazing the short story is amazing and i'm fucking super stoked for this you better not fuck this up hollywood and James Wan, director of the new Mortal Kombat, we knew it was going to be rated R, but he confirmed that it's going to be a very hard R, like real, real gory, and it will include fatalities. Excuse me, I play Mortal Kombat 11 all the time, but it's going to be a crazy R, blood killing, and fatalities. He wouldn't say which ones, but they're going to be in the movie. That's fucking awesome. Some movie news real quick.
Lana Ray was performing in concert. She legit stopped the show to find her vape pen. She misplaced her vape pen, and while performing, she stopped the show and even had her band help her search for it right on stage. Sheesh. And music legends the Eagles have announced a massive Hotel California tour. They're going to make a fucking effing boatload of money, and they're going to be charging a boatload of money for the tickets. But I, that's awesome. That's a great album. They're a great group. Finally, to wrap up the show, we'll get to some deaths. I did say we had two death this, deaths this week, but when I did take that break real quick to pay the bills, I just seen another one. So I'll announce all three of them. We did lose comedian Rip Winkle this week. I'm not trying to insult anybody, but I legit thought Rip Winkle passed away like eight years ago. I'm very surprised by the news. As a child, you would have this very flamboyant ass on a bunch of kid shows. I used to watch him throw glitter around and all that. So rest in peace, Rip. Also, the basis for Leonard Skinner, Larry Junstrom, passed away. And I just seen that indie horror filmmaker and horror movie special effects artist Ryan Nicholson passed away also. So thank you so much for showing us entertainment and bringing us entertainment in many different forms, all of you. And Godspeed, gentlemen. All right, peeps, that's it. I wanted to get this out to you. We will have a show either Wednesday or Thursday, the AEW Insider uh, for wrestling. This weekend, I will be back with YouTube videos again. This video record has been screwed up, but thank God the podcast works. Um, definitely, please check out our YouTube channel, the AEW Insider on YouTube. I've got wrestling stuff, movie stuff, and even uh, what you call it, movie countdowns. The best Friday the 13th, the worst, and the top 31 horror movies to watch in the month of October. So show us some love and listen to us on all podcasting sites, uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube, AEW Insider, and on Twitter, AEW Insider 1. I'll see you peeps tomorrow, Thursday, with the new wrestling show. I got a lot of big news for that. And remember, we got AEW Live in Philly next Wednesday. All right, peeps. I'll talk to you soon. This is your host, Lee Benz. And remember, this is the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps. (laughs) 